You are now tuned in to the Decoding Success Podcast, where we reveal game-changing habits, formulas, and routines from the world's most successful individuals to help you think and live larger. What is going on? It is your host, Matt Labrie, and you are rocking with us on an all-new episode of the Decoding Success Podcast. Hope you are all doing well. Not quite out of this quarantine lifestyle just yet. So again, sending my well wishes to you, your loved ones, your staff, your employees, your family, your friends, everyone in between. But you're here. You're here for your positivity, for your insights, your experiences, the values, all of that good stuff. And you picked a great episode because we're bringing back one of my favorite guests. In fact, one of my favorite people, actually. Now, this gentleman single-handedly changed my life with one book. And he has a lot of books out there, really good ones nonetheless, best-selling ones to top it all off. And it's just much bigger than that because he didn't stop his impact there, right? He donated to the library that my team and I built in our local community. He is constantly there. He hopped on the podcast before, so this is his second time coming back around. And even after that first podcast episode, he stayed around for an hour after just to talk to me because he felt very much so connected. And I think it's tremendous, to say the least, what he's done for me. And that's exactly why I wanted to bring him back on here so that we can continue to amplify his message because there is so much good in this world that he is doing and I want to make sure that he's impacting you the way that he impacted me because I very much so know that he can do so with his message. So without further ado, I'm introducing you to our friend John Gordon. His best-selling books and talks have inspired readers and audiences around the world, like I was just saying. His principles have been put to the test by numerous Fortune 500 companies, professional and college sport teams, school districts, hospitals and nonprofits just to name a few. He is the author of over 20 books including 8 bestsellers, The Energy Bus, which is my absolute favorite, The Carpenter, Training Camp, You Win in the Locker Room First, The Power of Positive Leadership, The Power of a Positive Team, The Coffee Bean, another amazing book, and his latest, Stay Positive. Now, he actually just came out with another book called The Garden. We're going to talk about that in this episode. John and his tips have been featured on The Today Show, CNN, CNBC, The Golf Channel, Fox and Friends, and in numerous magazines and newspapers. His clients include the Los Angeles Dodgers, Campbell Soup, Dell, Public, Southwest Airlines, the Miami Heat, the Los Angeles Rams, Snapchat, BB&T Bank, Clemson Football, Northwestern Mutual, West Point Academy, and many more. John is a graduate of Cornell University and holds a master's in teaching from Emory University. He and his training consulting company are passionate about developing positive leaders, organizations, and teams, and he is bringing all the positivity to this episode here today. Day. So now, without further ado, I'm going to bring to you the amazing words of John Gordon. John, listen, man, you've impacted my life tremendously. I'm excited to be able to amplify your message even more once again, nonetheless. So appreciate you taking the time out of your day to hop on here, man. Hey, Matt, thanks for having me. Of course, of course. Now, last time you were on, I, you know, I still kick the show off the same way I ask how you personally define success. Last time you were on, you mentioned the making people around you better, maximizing your potential, uh, making an impact, leaving a legacy. Is that still true today for you? It is. I was actually going to say the same thing until you said it. <laughs> I love it, man. So how, let me ask you how you're doing that even during what we're going through in this global pandemic, right? Because that just makes it even more challenging. So I'm curious, like how you find yourself still getting after that? Well, a lot of times we have, we have goals, we have numbers we want to reach, but 
a vision should remain the same. The vision and purpose, we should keep that going, keep that alive. So for me, maybe the goals have changed, but my vision and purpose is still very much alive. I'm just using Zoom and technology to do that. I'm no longer speaking at these big events like I usually do. So I'm just reaching people through podcasts, through Zooms, through virtual keynotes. And I'm very much alive and doing that, very much energized and still living that mission and vision. So goals change, but your vision and mission should not change. And for me, they haven't changed. I'm just finding new ways to reach people. And you know what? It's actually working in many ways. I'm some, in some ways, I'm reaching more, I think, because I'm doing sometimes like four Zooms a day. Wow. And yes, I have Zoom butt, but I still am out there, you know, sitting down, you know, doing the Zooms, but I'm still out there reaching people and, and I'm loving it. So it's been, uh, been energizing. I got to take a break in, in July though, because I did so much in March, April, May, and June. I think I've been busier than ever during this time. Well, that's amazing to hear that, you know, and I think what it goes to show is the fact that you were able to adapt, right? And that's the name of the game, especially in the the realm of entrepreneurship and speakers, et cetera. And, you know, you just alluded to the fact that you're busy. I was going to ask you, man, like you put out books left and right. You got a new one coming out, which I want to make sure we're getting to the garden. Talk to me about that. Well, the garden, yeah, just came out. And that's the thing. Adapting is really everything. During March, when this happened, I said, okay, March madness, because it felt like madness. You have to survive, and then you have to advance. So that was our goal. Let's survive. Let's keep our business going. Let's advance. Let's get better every day. Let's move forward. We can't look back. We can't look back at what we've lost. We have to focus on what we will gain. You could become more during this time, or you can become less. I didn't want to focus on all that I've lost and the millions of dollars that, that I'll lose as a business this year. I wanted to focus on what will I gain? How can I impact people? How can I live this mission? How can I win today? The goal was to win today. That became my motto, win every day. Because at first I have to admit, I was a little pessimistic. And then I quickly rebounded and said, okay, I got to start living my principles. I got to be a light for others. If I'm negative, I can't be my best and I can't help others be their best. So I basically really focused on winning every day to advance. And then the next key was adapt. So it's survive, it's advance, and and then adapt. How can we adapt? How can we innovate? What do we need to do differently? We did two leadership trainings, one in May and one in June. We did both of them virtually. Last year, we did four leadership events, four trainings, and we did them at various locations around the country. Amazing turnout. Everyone sold out. For these virtual ones, we said, okay, let's adapt. Took us about a month to create this program virtually because it's a little bit different. You got to do different exercises and so forth. Principles remain the same, but we adapted. We came together as a team. We worked on it, and boom, we had 150 people at our first training and 100 at our second training. So as many people as would come to a live event, we had virtual. So that was really great to see, but we did have to adapt to create that. And then from the adaption standpoint, doing more Zooms, but in that area, I had done so many Zooms and so many Skypes in the past that I was already using this technology. See, I was speaking at this lacrosse event. It was for all the coaches around the country, top coaches, college coaches, and so forth. And I said, hey, if you all read my book with your team, I'll do a free Skype. Well, I didn't know that I was going to have 50 teams reach out and say, hey, we're reading your book. So I had to deliver on the promise I gave. I did like 50 Skypes with all these different teams. But it actually made me better to figure out ways to, to reach and connect 
with people virtually using the Zoom technology, the Skype technology. And I actually enjoyed it even then. And, and like four years ago, I did Penn State basketball. I did a Zoom with them. And I did Stanford women's basketball. I did a Zoom with them. So I had done that in the past. And now I'm just doing it a lot more. But there was an adaption in terms of, in terms of innovation, looking at our business model, how we can improve. Now, am I going to do the same amount of my, that I'm doing with physical events? No. So there will be a loss there. But, but you still find ways to get your message out there. And that adaption is key. And then the final word of this is survive, advance, adapt, and then thrive. Mm-hmm. We may not thrive this year. I'm not looking to necessarily thrive. I am looking to thrive on the other side of this. And so everything that I'm doing right now is with the goal in mind of thriving because of this, getting stronger, adapting, innovating, and all the things that we're actually doing now, we will do going forward. Uh, So we'll have still physical events again, but now we'll have a virtual event always as part of our, our, our offerings. And we'll always do virtual trainings, especially for people around the world who want to join our trainings that way. So it's going to be something that's going to allow us to thrive in the future. So did you go stronger? Did you get better? Did you learn? And how did all of this really help you come together and find a way to thrive. And as a team, we actually came together as a team and said, we got to be strong together right now and we got to get stronger through this. So let's be a team that actually shows the world what it looks like to come together and grow stronger. And we've done that as a team. Like we're really living our principles. And we were saying this the other day, like everything we've done as a team is actually going to make us thrive on the other side of this. Definitely, man. That's awesome. That's awesome to hear. A lot of people that are going to be tuned into this are going to want to know how you didn't play victim and you played Victor, right? In in this situation, like how do you develop that mindset? Well, you can't be defined by your past events. You can't be a victim because situations are going to happen. Adversity is going to come your way. We're all going to face challenges and it's always about how we respond to the challenges. And so you do have a choice when you're facing some sort of circumstance. And I think because I've went through so many challenges in my life, because I faced a lot of adversity along the way, because I had to overcome so much to do this work and I dealt with a lot of rejection, I really just tapped into the grit and the optimism and the belief that looks forward. As I said, I get pessimistic at first. That's me. I'm a a pessimistic optimist. I get pessimistic at first. And then I find the optimism, the eternal hope, the belief that somehow, some way, we are going to get through this. And that's the mindset I had. I did not look backwards. I knew I had to look forward. I had to focus on winning every day. I had to focus on these positive leadership principles, right? Build your culture, have a vision, build a strong team. Don't allow energy vampires and negativity to sabotage your team. Focus on the core mission and purpose. Why am I here? What am I meant to do? And I knew it's to encourage people. So what happened was I'm encouraging people. I'm sending out positive messages. I'm doing what I've always been doing. People are emailing me, John, I really thank you so much for these messages during this time texting me, John, you really made a difference during this time. I'm sharing the same messages I've been sharing for the last 15 years, but people are receiving it differently now because of what they're going through. But then they'd say, hey, can we do this with my team? Can we do this with my team? And I think if I would allow myself to be a victim and got real negative and not live these principles, no one's going to reach out. No one's going to call. So it was a great test. Like, okay, do you really believe this, John? You've been teaching it, but do you really believe it? Are you walking the walk? Are you living it? And I want people to know that during the dot-com crash, I lost my job and 
I had no insurance for the kids. I didn't know what the future held. It did not look good. My marriage was falling apart. I was 31 years old and I was crumbling from the inside out. And I failed that test. My wife almost left me. I begged her to stay. She agreed to stay. I agreed to change. And that began this journey of doing the work that I do. And it led me to this moment. So what I found during that moment where I discovered my faith, where I discovered the fortitude and the strength I would need to move forward. And then to see how that changed me over time led me to be a light for others right now. So my failure then led to my successes today. And I think sometimes we have to go through the fire to, to, to be forged, to, to grow, to really become who we're meant to become. That character we develop along the way. It's like the character we develop during the drought is what helps us through the harvest, right? And it helps right, us have right. the harvest. And I think I had to go through that to be who I am now. So you say, how did this happen? Well, failure then, success Success now, optimism now, belief now. I would not be who I am today if I didn't go through those failures back then. So I can speak to the people who are struggling now, who are feeling that fear, that uncertainty. I live through it, but I do know this. You put your head down, you focus on winning today, you continue to build relationships, you stay positive one day at a time, don't get discouraged, just keep moving forward, and you're going to thrive on the other side of this. Maybe not now, but on the other side of this. Certainly, man. I I love that. Now, again, I want to fit in the garden here. Uh, Your new book, it's out now. If someone that picks this book up could only take away one thing from it, what do you want that one thing to be and why? They're going to learn that we are facing a battle of our mind or in our mind and our soul. I mean, this is a battle you're dealing with. There is doubt coming in, the five Ds. Doubt is the first D. There's distortion, lies, negative thoughts, and fear that's always coming in. Fear is a liar. Negative thoughts are lies. You would never choose to have a negative thought. Negative thoughts are coming from you. I'm sorry, are not coming from you. People think they're coming from them, but they're not coming from you because you would never choose one. They're always coming in. And when they come in, you don't have to believe the lies that they tell. So those negative thoughts are telling you you're not going to succeed. Your future is hopeless. This is as good as as it's going to get. COVID is ruining everything. 2020 is done. It's the worst year ever, which for many of us it is, but it's still... (laughs) but it's still halfway, right? We're still halfway. We can still make it better. So there's all these thoughts coming in telling you to be discouraged. And that's the third day is, is discouraged. So we got doubt, we got distortion, we got discouragement, and we don't give up because it's hard. We give up because we get discouraged. And I think a lot of times people just give up. Teams give up halfway through the game. They get discouraged. The ones right. that keep fighting, keep playing, stay positive, those are the ones who come back and win. So we got a second half where we can come back and win. And then we got this fourth thing, which is distraction. And so many people are being distracted by the news, the media, social media, and all these distractions keep you from being your best. And they also prevent you from focusing on what matters most. And I think we have to remember what matters most. And then finally, that fifth D is division. So, so many of us are divided. We feel anxious. The world feels divided. The country feels divided. And that's a big part of it. The word anxious literally means divided. So, a lot of people are anxious right now because they feel divided. So, those five Ds 
that I wrote about in the garden are what we're dealing with. It is a battle. And you have to know you're in a battle. Because if you don't know you're in a battle, but you got these forces against you that are in a battle with you, what's going to happen is you will lose the battle. Once you recognize, I'm in a battle. This is how the battle is being waged. I got these five E's coming at me. Now I can overcome the five D's and win the battle. And how do we do that? We trust. We speak truth to the lies. We encourage ourselves each day. The word encourage means to put courage into. So we put courage into ourselves and to others. Instead of distractions, we focus on what matters most, our relationships, our purpose, our core mission and message. And that's what I've done. Like I said, focus on my core. Why am I here? To encourage. Keep on doing that. Stick with that. Be known for that. So many people calling, John, help our team stay positive. That's why I'm still busy right now, staying true to the message, focus on what matters most. And then instead of division, there's unity. It's unite. We got to unite back to self. We got to unite with our team. And I believe spiritually, we got to unite back with God. And this is a fable, but it's a spiritual fable. And there is a strong God element in it because I know that it's my faith in God that carried me through the darkest times of my life that kept me going. And I know my faith doesn't make life easier. I have found that it makes me stronger. And it's not about religion. This is to me, it's about God as a relationship. And through that relationship, I'm able to be so much stronger to take on the challenges in my life. So I do share that in the book. I want to give people a a notice on that, uh, that that's what it's about. And there's going to be a big element to that, to the book, but it's what's made me strong. I believe it makes a lot of other people strong and it's how we overcome the five D's. We need more unity right now than ever. Right. I agree, man. And I love that. I appreciate you breaking that down. Now, I want to respect your time. I know you got to split in a little bit. If I didn't actually get to ask you this question last time, but listen, John, I know you do a ton of speaking engagements. Obviously, you have a ton of amazing best-selling books. You're on podcasts. You have your own podcast. If you could only give one piece of advice for the rest of your life, what would that be and why? The best advice I've ever heard, Dr. James Gills, He's the only person on the planet to complete six double Ironman triathlons. That's double Ironman, which means you do an Ironman. And then a day later, you do another one. Last time he did it, he was 59 years old. And he was asked how he did it. He said this, I've learned to talk to myself instead of listen to myself. He said, if I listen to myself, I hear all the fear, all the doubt, discouragement, all the reasons why I can't finish this race. But if I talk to myself, I can feed myself with the words and the encouragement that I need to keep on moving forward. And now more than ever, we need to encourage ourselves. I would tell people, encourage yourself. Stay positive every day. Not Pollyanna positive. This is not about seeing the world through rose-colored glasses. This is knowing that you have the power to overcome the thorns. Pessimists do not change the world. Optimism is a competitive advantage. So I would say, talk to yourself with that encouragement, with that optimism, with that positivity, one day at a time. It's a daily battle. You got to win that battle each day. And if you win that battle each day, you'll create a great future. That's the advice I would share. I love that, John. Listen, I'm going to make sure that all of your social handles, the websites, where people can get the new book, all in the show notes of this episode, man. I want to say thank you again for taking the time out of your day hopping on here. Also, thank you for the very generous donation that you sent over our way for our library that we built here in our community. I really need to say thank you for that. I know I said it over email and I sent you a handwritten letter, but I just wanted to let it be known one more time, man. I really appreciate you. Hey, man, I appreciate that. And how's the library going? 
It's phenomenal. I, I, I'll have to admit it's been vandalized a few times. Um, that's the name of the game. I mean, yeah. I live in a beautiful community, but we do have, uh, listen, I probably would have did the same thing if I was 18 years old, still drinking in the park. So, uh, <laughs> you know, that's just what, that's the name of the game. Um, but all in all, it's been phenomenal. The community received it on, you know, the best level possible. And a lot of council members around here want to do some more. So we got some more stuff in the works, man. Awesome. I appreciate you doing that. I think it's amazing work that you're doing it. And you know what? You're always going to have the conflict. You're always going to have the battle, right? You got the negativity coming at you, but then you just keep coming back with positivity and with the love. And the more we put the love into action, we serve others, we show we care, which is what you do, then we make a difference. So no one said it's going to be easy, but we do have to overcome. So I appreciate the work you do. Exactly. Likewise, John, I appreciate you, man. Hey, thanks, Matt. And there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, from my guy, my friend, John Gordon. I just want to stress one last time how important and how impactful John has been in my life. And I pray that he's equally, if not more impactful in your life. So I have to ask you to make sure you're re-listening to this episode or picking up a book of his. His books are phenomenal. They are stories. They are not dictionaries. They are literally stories. They're not boring. They're engaging. They're fun. They make you want to turn the next page if you set out to read. 10 pages, I guarantee you're going to read 20. I'm not saying that because I'm getting any sort of commission from his books, nor do I need brownie points with him, but they are monumental. In fact, if you want to really read one of his books, I will gladly send you one. Reach out to me, and I'm not going to do this for everyone that listens to this podcast, so act quick, but I will. If you reach out to me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, my website, email me, do something, send me a letter, I will graciously and gratefully send you one of his books because they are that life-changing. But with that said, make sure you are connecting with John. You could do so in the show notes of this episode. All of his social links, the link to his website is in there. You could find me on social in case you don't have me on social yet. I am in the show notes of this episode as well. And to that point, ladies and gentlemen, stay well, stay safe, be blessed. Peace.